Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, depending on when you are tuning in. My name is Jonathan Torres Herrera, and you are watching or listening to the JTH show. Today, we're going to talk about a man, a woman, protesters, Antifa, Proud Boys, the demonstration slash riot now that has become in Capitol Hill as of today. Uh, what is it, January 7th? 7th? Um, it's a mess. There's a lot. There's so much to talk about. Uh, it's the first show of the year. Uh, but first, roll the intro. I just said the seventh. It's the sixth. See, I live, I live, I live in the present. I live in the future. That's why. That's why I said the, the seventh. What? So actually, today, quick uh, side uh, note. There is a full audience. Not like it usually is up here, but there's actually an audience. I have the wife here. I have an actual audience behind this camera in form of a Google Meet. There is so many people here looking at everything I'm doing, totally not making me nervous, and uh, it's awesome. Uh, some of them you might hear, some of them you might not hear. One person that for sure you will hear is uh, Josh Lambert which I would like to Hello. introduce. Yes, yes, those. Yes, Josh is there. Now, thank you. He, he, no, please stop. <laughs> it's embarrassing. Uh, he might or might not see him because Nods, our, our magical editor is gonna do his magic and put him somewhere here because we're recording everything. There's a lot of news, but remember you can watch this episode and any other episode on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Radio Public. Uh, but yeah, first I, I cut off their, uh, Josh there for a second. I'm sorry, Josh. Welcome to the show. How do you feel about it? Thank you very much. Yeah, I'm uh, very happy to be here. Yeah, uh, we've got a lot of stuff to talk about. So uh, let's get right to it, shall we? Let's get to it. So first, we're going to start with one of the stories here that it, 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 now it feels like it's old because anything now that happens in the world after 24 hours feels like it's stale and it's like, oh, you're just talking about that. But yes, let's talk about a man, a woman, right? That sparked criticism online. And that is uh, out of a representative, Emmanuel Clever, caused a debate online after concluding the 117th Congress opening prayer with a man and a woman. If you don't know what I'm talking about, Let's go to that now. We ask it in the name of the monotheistic God, Brahma, and God known by many names, by many different faiths. A man and a woman. Okay, so in that video there, you see the representative say something along the lines of, uh, we ask if in the name of the monotheistic God, Braham, and God known by many different faiths, a man and a woman. Now, the Independent also covered the the whole scandal, and they said, uh, Democrat lawmakers, gender-inclusive, a man and a woman, congressional prayer causes stir. Some of the stuff on from the article says that the uh, Cliver's prayer came after a committee proposed changes in House rules to honor all gender identities and eliminate gender words like mother, father, he, and she in favor of gender-neutral items. Now, however, a uh, Methodist pastor still... Uh, Aaron himself, criticism for uh, gendering a man and a woman upon Braham. Before we go to the tweet real quick here, let me tell you, let me stop there already and say this is ridiculous from my point of view. First of all, a man and a woman, or when you say rather a uh, a prayer or something, you say a man. It has nothing to do with gender. Nothing at all to do with gender. It is not, you're not saying 
a man, meaning one singular man, you're not attributing a gender. It, it from my understanding, it really comes from a, a Latin word that again has nothing to do with gender. Let's go to the tweet that we have, and where it says, "Conservative uh, commentator Ben Shapiro wrote on Twitter, a man is a biblical Hebrew word. It is a word simply meaning." May it be so. And it has nothing to do with the uh, word man or woman because it is from Hebrew. This is some of the dumbest expletive I've ever seen in my life. There is another tweet, by the way, from Matt Walsh, a writer at the uh, Daily Wire, added that the prayer is racist and homophobic. He prays to Abraham. Sadly, he did not include the Sohorestian, so I don't know what that is, I don't know how to pronounce that, God Althora Mazada. Again, names that I'm, I'm chopping up here. Nor the Aztec sun, God, <laughs> Gila, he, I don't know what the, uh, the name there is. So this prayer was racist and homophobic. Of course, they're, 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 they're making fun of the uh, representative, right? Because he tried very hard to make this yet another topic of gender. And it's just dumb. It's dumb because we have enough of that crap already all over the place between movies, music, random woke individuals, whether they're somehow woke uh, liberals or woke uh, Republicans or conservatives. I, I know people are going to say that's an oxymoron, but they, they exist. Trust me. It's just ridiculous. It's insane. What do you think, Josh? Oh, God, I'm lost for words on this one. You guys have really outdone yourselves. Yeah, yeah. It's a man, a woman. I, I, I don't know. I feel like you maybe practiced that one in like the bathroom like a few times. After <laughs> I'm going to say it. A man, a woman. Yeah, nice. Yeah, that, that'll stick. That that'll get the the millennials piping hot for that one, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Listen, I think I I know a lot of millennials, by the way. Um, technically, I guess I'm considered one of them. I'm one of the early uh, founding members, right, of the millennial crew. Um, I was born in '87, so technically, according to some articles I've seen, I'm an early starting millennial. So I will tell you, as a founding member, that some millennials get some pretty bad rap, right? Not everybody is is. This woke, clearly this representative Emmanuel is, is not, by the way, a millennial, but um, he definitely tries to, or at least he, he was trying to, in this particular case, appeal to the millennials, right? Or appeal to, in fact, anybody that's considered woke and wants to have a, have a say in this whole thing um, of, of like uh, gender acceptance and stuff like that. So yeah, it's ridiculous. But uh, with that, as a reminder here, uh, let's move on to the next story. And that is workers at Alphabet Google's parent company announced union from Axios. They had a headline alphabet workers announce a union. Now this is a pretty big deal. If you don't know why and you don't care, I understand, but you got to understand that Google is one of the biggest companies on the face of the earth. And you know, as much as some people have praised Google for a lot of great positive things that happen in their workplace environment, at the same time, there has been many rumors of, you know, not the best kind of work practices or employer-employee relationships there. And it's gone to the point, obviously, where now, according to the article, more than 200 employees from Alphabet Inc., Google's parent company, have joined the Alphabet Workers Union. According to Axios, this is the largest and most high-profile unionization effort among tech workers to date. Google's parent company has faced growing employee discontent over company's practices in the last few years. For example, handling of sexual harassment cases, right? Providing artificial intelligence analysis of drone footage with the U.S. government. Google allegedly spying on its workers illegal, uh, illegally during protests and firing of employees as retaliation. 
On Monday morning, the Alphabet Worker Union posted, this isn't the company we want to work for. We deserve a workplace that respects us where we work for a fair wage without the fear of abuse of discrimination. We deserve a meaningful control over the projects we work on and the direction of this company. Meanwhile, CNET also had an article headline, Google Alphabet employees to form unions so they have a meaningful say. On the same day, Google said, we've always worked hard to create a supportive and rewarding workplace for our workforce. Of course, our employees have protected labor rights that we support, but as we've always done, we'll continue to engage directly with all of our employees. Now, if you guys don't understand why this is a big deal, while some of you guys will disagree with me, many people believe that union jobs um, are not what they used to be when the concept of union started. Union started decades ago, decades way back. All right. I mean, we're talking about, from my understanding, uh, way back in, in like the fifties or sixties, who knows if it was before then, but I know of some, some union news, right. From way back then. And they started to protect employees because there was a lot of abuse, especially by the way, in companies where they had a, a line uh, of employees, right. Where they, there's like line work, right. Uh, I don't know what they call that, that term, but essentially, um, where you had people like in the audio manufacturing industry, right. Where everybody is in charge of putting the wheel or putting a nut or putting something and people would stand there for hours. And if they complained that they got hurt, they would sometimes fired on the spot or if they were too old and they, they needed something to support the, you know, the, the, the fact that they were there working for hours, Again, employers just would fire them. Same thing happened around the Sasa Chavez era where a lot of workers in the fields were required to work out, you know, bending over, picking fruit, picking vegetables for hours, way more than eight hours. So unions started forming. Many people argued that that is no longer the case here in the U.S. actively with unions. Now it's begun to, to get to the point where it's disastrous. It's tearing companies apart because unions are looking for themselves as a corporation, as a, as a protector of the employee, but really they're not providing any more benefits to an employee than if the employee worked directly with the employer. I will tell you really, really, really quick side story that I know of someone that is unionized for a school, right? I won't say what school district, but works for a school district, a union. And it, it, you know, I hear nothing but negativity from the union, you know, that they ask for union fees that they ask for union that, union this, the union needs more this, they get it from the school, they get it from the employer, and at the end, nobody benefits but the union head honchos, right? The people leading these unions. So is this really truly beneficial? I have never belonged to a union. I shot down the opportunity to belong to a union when I was working in cable because it was full of fee, fees. You know, you, you pay for this, you pay for that. It was full of one-sided, right? Very much like for the really top guys and not really for the little guy. Josh, where you come from, are there are there unions? Back in the 80s or even a little bit beforehand in the 70s when Thatcher came into power, uh, the, the unions had a lot of power and a lot of people say that, uh, well, actually there were like fireman strikes back then in the 70s and all that kind of thing. And uh, people said that the unions had too much power. And I understand that it's quite a big thing because Google, Google is a uh, it's an American company, right? Mm-hmm. Pyramid, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I, I guess like uh, uh, there's a part of me which thinks like how far will this go? Because, you know, it, that, I, I just remember this meme of, you know, that that doesn't sound very freedom of you, you know, kind of like <laughs> saying that it sounds a little too socialist or something like that. 
But yeah. I don't know. I mean, it, 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 all these kind of things start off with good intentions. You know, I mean, absolutely. The workers need rights. They need, you know, to be able to save, to be able to have a pension, to be able to have all sorts of rights. Yep. But I don't know where the line is drawn of when a union has too much power. You see what I mean? Well, it's going to be interesting to see what happens in the next uh, few months. And with that, let's move on to the next story. Prod Boys leader arrested after burning of BLM banner. Now, uh, some of the headlines on here or some of the bullet points of the bullet, the police have arrested Proud Boys leader Enrique Tarario on Monday in Washington, D.C., reporter said. Uh, there was a tweet here. Tarario went to D.C. less than a day before pro-Trump and the other far-right protesters swarmed the city and the event promoted by Trump himself. NPR headline, D.C. police arrest leader of Proud Boys ahead of far-right protests. Now that uh, article uh, it has some interesting things like the protest uh, coincides with a newly sworn in 117th Congress official certification of the Electoral College ballot on Wednesday, uh, marking the last step in the election before President-elect Joe Biden is sworn in on January 20th. Now, this is 100% tie-in to our last story, and it's like my fellow Mexicans say, un desmadre. A lot of people, by the way, should have seen this coming when Trump lost, all right? Now that he is officially lost, right? Because up until now, a lot of people are like, no, nah, nah, he hasn't really lost yet, even the president himself, right? There's still hope. Listen, it's done. You lost. But this ties into that, right? So you have here the leader of the Proud Boys, right? who I guess is leading this whole effort into wanting to overturn the election. Um, I, I don't I don't really know what the, the angle is here, dude. I mean, I don't know what power you think one guy is going to have, even if you have 100 followers. Hell, even if you have 1,000 followers. But anyways, the uh, charge uh, against Hario is related to his actions during the last month's pro-Trump demonstration in D.C. that turned violent. Uh, here uh, from NPR, we had one that the demonstration then resulted in 33 arrests and four people were stabbed. And it gets pretty damn serious. According to the Metro, uh, Metropolitan Police Department, Terrario was charged with destruction of property. Terrario admitted to removing and burning a Black Lives Matter banner from a historically black church uh, in action, the Proud Boys are now being sued over. We have a tweet video, apparently, right? So let's go to that tweet video real quick. There you have uh, a group of grown men, right, who somehow feel... Um, I don't know, emboldened, manly, in burning uh, a sign, really. Is, I, I can't really say a flag or, a, I mean, it's a banner-ish kind of thing, but uh, of another opposing group, right? Or they feel at least it's an opposing group. Now, I've said here on the show very publicly, I am not a 100 blind supporter of BLM. I think BLM as a movement has a lot, a lot of problems. And, uh, you know, it's not something that anyone at least in my, in my, for my opinion, should victimize, right, over this. BLM protests, I have a couple videos that I haven't released, have been seen example doing the exact same thing to an American flag, which the Proud Boys probably feel it's in a direct attack to them somehow because they are the Proud Boys of America, right? Um, it's both, both of the, both of the, it's just stupid. Just so, it's so damn stupid. But yeah, that happened. That is a, that is a story, right? That he gets uh, arrested over, over this. Now, <clears throat> It looks like, according to this, 
Uh, Ricky Rebel, a recording artist, wrote on Twitter that Tario has always uh, treated him with kindness and respect. It's sad to hear that he was arrested for burning a BLM flag. Again, not a flag, more of a banner. Uh, BLM can burn down cities and businesses without paying a price. Haven forbid someone burns their flag. Hashtag free Enrique was his tweet. Uh, meanwhile, in another tweet, Kristen Clark, lawyer and president of the uh, Lawyers Committee for Civil Rights under uh, law, announced that they are suing the Proud Boys and their members for the racist attack on Metropolitan AME Church in Washington, D.C. Josh, question. Is it a, a big movement, by the way, either somehow Proud Boys or BLM back uh, in the U.K. that you know of? Proud Boys, definitely not. Um, BLM, I've actually got a little bit more traction, like more recently, before the whole pan, or it was during the pandemic, the, the, the George Floyd in, incident happened. That's right. Hmm. Is that right? Sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much. Yeah. So um, I remember a lot, of, a lot of sports people actually got a lot of flack for not taking a knee. Like actually to the point where some people even got death threats. So that's kind of, um, I don't know, this whole story is really, really quite strange to me. But like Proud Boys, thankfully, that's one of the imports you guys haven't sent us. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> or whatever you believe. Yeah. But, um, it, it's, it's so weird, isn't it? That, um, I, I mean, I believe in their right. Okay, disclaimer, <laughs> not racist. <laughs> I believe in their right. <laughs> To be able to burn whatever the hell they want, just as I believe in the right as a Black Lives Matter guy to, or someone who supports Black Lives Matter, to burn an American flag. In the end, it's a piece of fabric. You're the one who actually. So, I don't know. It it all seems like two very sensitive sides getting triggered by each other, and it's just a vicious circle of, uh, of uh, God knows what. You just can't write this stuff. It's yeah, no, it, it's 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 ridiculous, man. I mean, this is why I wanted to do a show like this because this is where you know we 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 will have different of difference of opinion, right? I don't think any country's flag should really be burnt or should really be defaced or whatever whatever the the actual term is. You know, burn, spit on, ripped apart. Yes, it is a piece of fabric. I agree with you. I don't think anybody should lose their life over it. I don't think you know if you see someone that just chooses to do that, rather proud boys, BLM, any any group that chooses to do that to a flag, I don't think it's it's even that is, you know, justifies you going over there with a gun or something or trying to create violence. I agree. It is a piece of fabric. And while you have respect for it, if you do happen to have respect for a flag, whatever flag that is, that is that is your prerogative. And and I under, we understand if you would get, you know, uh, upset if someone chose to, you know, again, um, destroy it. I, I don't think it has any actual meaning to, to doing that, though. Like, other than you trying to piss off someone, that's where I would agree, while I disagree, that it is just a effing piece of fabric, like or, or or a sign or a banner, you know, no no reason to create uh, more chaos, more violence in the streets. It's just it's, it's ridiculous, but you know, it is what it is. I guess everybody will will do what they want to do. And by the way, moving on to the other side, now that we're talking about Proud Boys. Let's go on and talk about Senator Hawley, who claims Antifa threatened his family. Activists say it was a peaceful protest. Now, this one, this next story is out of a uh, Missouri Senator Josh Hawley. 
took to Twitter on to call out protesters who demonstrated outside his house in D.C. In a tweet, he wrote on Monday, Tonight, while I was in Missouri, Antifa scumbags came to our place in D.C. and threatened my wife and newborn daughter who can't travel. They screamed threats, vandalized, and tried to pond, uh, pound open our door. Let me be clear. My family and I will not be intimidated by left-wing violence. See, it's great, by the way, that our writer Farah put these back-to-back because it shows you, right, for one side, you're going to have people saying, yeah, those proud boys causing violence, causing this, blah, 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 blah. And here we have, you can kind of say the opposing side, right? I mean, Antifa, right? According to at least the senator, if if this is anywhere remote to be true, you know, doing this kind of nonsense, going and involving other people's families, I don't think anybody with the right mind will agree that it's something that should fly, that it's something that should be accepted from any group. Screw all of them, right? One thing is to have your political views, your religious views, you say something on Twitter, whatever, man, you know, uh, I have the option of turning you off. But when you start coming to people's homes, again, regardless of what group you affiliate yourself with, it's ridiculous. It gets out of control. It's, it's stupid. So on a tweet, by the way, supporters of Howley are quick to defend him and condemn the act. David Dude Dunderhoff, I don't know his last name, compared the protest to, uh, quote, Nazi brown shirts of today's and uh, tag the Democrats. On another tweet, Fox News contributor Sarah Carter tweeted, this is why Americans, uh, we should not allow these leftist groups, Antifa losers, to threaten or intimidate. I am sorry to hear this happen to your family. However, the Washington Post had an article headline, Senator Josh Howley says Antifa scumbags, quote, terrorize his family's Virginia home. Protesters say they held a peaceful vigil. Of course they did. Uh, according to the organizers of the protests, this was not uh, threatening behavior, said Patrick Young, a shutdown DC organizer. He said this is people's engaging in democracy and engaging in civil discourse. This uh, was a pretty tame and peaceful visit to his house. No, no. Let me reiterate it again. Absolutely effing not. No, I don't care what group you affiliate yourself with. You have no right to go and to try to intimidate someone else's family. You know, I've said it before. Um, if, if I would really have to justify someone's actions, I will say this. Hey, listen, if everybody in the household somehow is in politics, everybody in the household is partaking in, you know, opposing demonstrations, maybe, maybe. But even then, in my mind, it's once you start trying to attack someone's home, call it whatever you want to call it, you're crossing a line. It's getting out of control. It's ridiculous, right? Homes are something that are sacred. And I think that they're sacred to all of us, right? All of us, anybody watching this show right now, right? If anybody came to your door that is unwelcome, right? You, first of all, put a barrier up real quick. Now, if someone comes to your home or for that matter, uh, many people come to your home and they're pounding on your door. You know, who knows if some of them are throwing things at your windows or your walls, who, who will, who, who in their right mind would be like, Oh, it's peaceful. It's okay. It's okay that they're here. It's fine. They're they're What what did this guy say? Their right to, to democracy. No, that is not your democracy. Screw you. Fox two now had an article saying Holly claims his family targeted by Antifa activists say 
It was a candlelight vigil. I'm I'm so done with this. <laughs> I'm so done with this. This is ridiculous. I'm sorry. I'm not I'm not even gonna continue. Um it is not a candlelight vigil. I mean, am I wrong here? Am I wrong, Josh? Well, the thing is, is like I, I completely agree with what you're saying here. Is like the home is sacred and getting someone else's family involved, kid there, that is should never happen. But I need to see the proof that this actually happened. Because I don't know if this guy could just be, to put it one way, he could just be bullshitting this whole thing, saying, oh my God, they were so violent to us. But in the end, maybe it was actually just a peaceful protest. In the end, we just have his word over the other the other side's word, Antifa's word. Fair enough, That's fair enough. I haven't, I haven't seen any proof of any violence yet. If there was like a like cell phone footage or a tweet, something like that, and there's someone pounding on the door, okay, I agree. Antifa, don't be a, don't be like that. Stop it. Right, right. But I haven't seen any proof of that proof, you know. So fair enough, fair enough. I I don't know that we do either. I'm gonna leave it there. But if it is true, right, I stand where I where I you know what I just said everything. Now, if it's not true and the guy over exaggerated, um, again, I don't know that I'm still very comfortable with anybody going to anybody's home. I think it you know it crosses certain certain boundaries. But this is you know my my two cents. Okay, let's move on. I'm going to jump, unfortunately, a couple of stories. UPS worker fired after caught saying racist stuff in front of a Latino household. So for that, before we, we, we do anything else, let's get some context and let's go to this, this clip real quick. No, you don't get to nothing because you're a stupid mother. Can't read, write, and speak the English language. So in that video, uploaded and shared by uh, Shirley uh, Aviles, mother of the owner of the house, uh, and it's hard to, to hear it, but essentially uh, the guy says, now you don't get F, explicitive, right? Nothing, because you're a stupid mother, you know, who can't read and write and speak effing English language. So, you know, it has to be something along with him picking up a package or dealing with packages, right? He's a UPS worker. Um, and somebody maybe didn't write something correctly. I mean, it's an address. Don't know really how you mess that up and that would why that would aggravate you. But apparently he was aggravated. Now, what I did notice there real quick is he was pretty late at the, you know, in, the, in the evening. Does that justify his behavior? Of course not. Let me tell you something. We're coming from someone that worked delivering packages for Amazon. Sometimes... uh the last thing you want is another stop. Sometimes what you want is just to get home. Anybody isn't about to tell me, oh, but JT just don't work there. Hey, man, it doesn't mean you hate the job forever. It doesn't mean the job you don't want to do it ever. It just means that that day you're, you're kind of done for the day. Should he have said what he said on camera? No, because he didn't know he was on camera. And no, he shouldn't say it regardless. You know how many times I'll give, I would have, I would, oh, back in the day, I would get back in my van and then I would cuss the crap out of like a big ass package I just carried or heavy package. You know, you would hit yourself. You're trying to carry all awkwardly. And, you know, I understand this guy. I really do. I know you're expecting for me to be, be like, how dare he? Because why? Because I'm because I'm Mexican. You're racist. You're racist. You were thinking that you were thinking that you're like, you're not going to support this guy, you know, or the family or whatever. Right. Um, listen, I'm looking at it purely from the stance of UPS worker. Right. And by the way, in over the last what, two months? Allegedly, I've heard from many different groups 
groups that I still belong to because of, I, again, I used to work on Amazon, that delivering was crazy. I will tell you that I partook in that by ordering a crap load more stuff that I should have from Amazon. I mean, they were delivering things out here, you know, regularly more than, you know, than I ever would have because of the pandemic. So I understand, right, where this guy was, was, was coming from, at least from my perspective. Now, NBC News had an article, the same thing, discussing the whole thing. Headline, UPS worker seen on racist vent video while delivering a, to a Latino household has been fired. Damn. The article had on there that the man of the video has been fired by the company after he was caught on camera saying expletives about a Latino family last month in Milwaukee. UPS told NBC News. There is no evidence showing that the UPS worker knocked on the door nor rang the doorbell. Also, uh, Shirley Aviles, who uploaded the, the video, said that they didn't get the package. Uh, man, uh, forward to Latino president uh, Daryl Lynn Morin said in a press conference, the only information this driver had that could serve as a trigger for his deep-seated hate was the name of the package. UPS is huge. They're global and their service uh, for any of our other businesses that are delivering packages. You can't do that. You can just uh, look at the package and make these crazy assumptions, said Shirley Aviles. Um, damn, that sucks. Um, again, should he have been fired? I don't think so unless there is a hidden motive. Then maybe the guy, this was like something he did on a regular basis, in which case, okay, fire the guy. More than likely, UPS fired him over the whole, what I've been saying for a long time, uh, being woke, right? Because if you're not woke, you go broke, as I say. And, you know, this made the rounds. The video was seen millions of times, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, uh, well, what are you going to do, UPS? Are you going to, uh, you know, let a minority be attacked like that by a white man? It's ridiculous, man. Like, again, unless there is a hidden motive, we don't know. The guy was just a disgruntled employee. Uh, he was this close to getting fired anyways. Fine. Let it be. Otherwise, if you're firing the guy over, you know, ring bells or what, apparently it was a ring doorbell thing that caught, caught him on camera. And, you know, it's like, oh, what are we going to do? We don't want to upset the community. It's ridiculous. I mean, we all have bad days. Anybody watching this right now, anybody partaking, um, you know, in the filming of this video right now knows that we have bad days. And there have been countless times where we'll cuss out the computer, we'll cuss out whoever we just hung up the phone with. It happens, you know? I mean, Josh, what do you think? Well, yeah, I mean, like, I, I am trying to play devil's advocate with this a little bit. Because I was going to, like, how would he have known that the guy's not, you know, and yeah, it was because of the name on the package. But to be fair, I had to watch the movie Mississippi Burning with subtitles to understand. Because I think you, JT, or a lot of people in the States, because because of that, it, it seems like a, a lot of people in the States don't even speak English. White people, I'm talking about. Right. Because that accent is so thick. But I don't know. I think uh, in the end, the guy... It, we're in 2021. The guy said something racist because of the name on the, on the package and don't. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean. It is what it is. He shouldn't, shouldn't be more careful. I agree. Or, well, no, he shouldn't be more careful. He shouldn't be, you know, saying that kind of stuff in 2021. You know what I mean? I agree. Again, I, I, I get the, the racist part. 
right? I don't know. Like, in, from my perspective, like you said, playing devil's advocate here, people have bad days, man. You know, people people are allowed still, I think, I hope, to have bad days. Mm-hmm. I don't mean to sit here, you know, and, and say, oh, this, you know, feel happy that someone's being racist. Of course not. I think it's just disgusting and, and off, you know? And if for some reason I would have been in my house and I opened the door and he's saying that, I would have been like, hey, puto, what are you doing? What do you want? You know, I would have cussed him right out, you know? But would I have called and demanded justice for my brown skin and fire the guy? No, I don't give a shit, man. Because I think at the end of the day, everybody, regardless of, of your ethnicity, regardless of your background, I've heard it from all types of walks of life, are a little bigoted. They have, a, you know, some opinions. You know, people will deny it on camera. You know, people will, you know, you put a camera up to them or something. Have you ever said racist? No, never. I'd never say something. I love all races. You're a fucking liar. Everybody has an opinion, right? But now opinions are racist, right? If I were to say there are other ethnicities that like um, beans more than than uh, white people, you're racist, right? It's like, no, no, I think Mexicans like beans a lot. <gasps> That's racist. It's like, what the f***? You know, so if you see a name now and name is uh, Juan Torres, right? Like some people have called me before, even though it's Jonathan. I don't sit there and be like, that's racist. Some people have literally, uh, here in Apostle, by the way, greeted me at the store talking Spanish. Is that racist? Is that racist? Because I'm brown? I walk up to the freaking counter and they're like, ¿Cómo está? I'm like, are you talking to me like this? I speak English. <laughs> like, uh, and, you know, sometimes I play along. And, um, you know, why? You know, again, whatever. I'm going to rant. I'm going to rant. I'm going to stop. But that's just my point of view, right? Does it happen, by the way, in the UK? Like, I, you know, is, this, is, is it as prominent here as in US, the whole racist thing? Yeah, but it, it's different, I guess. Um, I mean, in the UK, we have so much different types of migration or immigration. Right. For instance, in like the 60s, or like the 60s 70s, and 80s, we had a lot of Afro-Caribbean um, migration to our country. Right. And to and from the middle east as well like from pakistan but more recently and more recently there's been the whole thing about turkey and syria and all that kind of thing and right. people who are seeking asylum because their countries have been torn apart by war for god's sake right so yeah that racism like racism in europe is prevalent unfortunately really yeah yeah Damn. not and in countries you'd think are more as you say woke like germany like France, like Switzerland, like Austria. There's so much racism there. Like, I can't remember what the name of that movement is, like the kind of like uh, Aryan, like Viking kind of movement or something like that from Norway or Sweden. If, if you know what the movement is, comment below because I can't remember for the life of me. But uh, yeah, so there is a lot of racism in Europe. It's just, it's just mm, I don't know. It's, it's about the same. The same as the, yeah. But they're born racist. <laughs> by the by the way, uh, now that we're on the same topic, one day I want to talk with you since uh, many people don't know much about you. I least here with the show. Whoever watches the show, we're gonna we're gonna introduce them more to you. But uh, Josh here is is from the UK and lives in Mexico of all places. What I want to talk about one day is my other topics that I've had about Mexicans are racist. I want to talk with you about it. If, of all people, you I want to talk with about. 
oh, we, we need a good 30 minutes for that one topic. <laughs> yeah, no, we, we will. We're going to prepare that show. We're going to prepare that show and talk about it. Someone that is legitimately in the heart, so to speak, of Mexico and uh, can probably talk a lot about that. But okay, let's move on to the last story. And I think it's going to be the juiciest one. This one is fresh out the, out the oven. Why? Because uh, as our, our writer here uh, headlines, chaos ensues as protesters storm the U.S. Capitol to block Joe Biden's confirmation. Um, remember what I told you guys earlier about the Proud Boys that kind of went along with this one? Here it is. The NPR reported that the Capitol Police have locked down the buildings inside of the Capitol complex as pro-Trump protesters started clashing with police. Moreover, House Majority Leader Kevin uh, McCarthy told Fox News that on Wednesday afternoon, shots were already fired inside the building. That is true. Allegedly, there is uh, some pictures out there flowing around uh, where you have guns, uh, guns that were drawn. In fact, one woman could be seen during live cable coverage being rolled out of a stretcher from the Capitol building, visibly bleeding. Now, there is a, a tweet here from, of course, the one and only Donald Trump, who uh, supported the protest, tweeted less than an hour ago uh, in favor of the protesters, saying, to remain peaceful, no violence. Remember, we are the party of law and order. Respect the law and our great men and women in blue. Thank you. Uh, there was uh, another tweet. Uh, some picture of the, or I'm sorry, some picture of the protest inside of the Capitol are shared on HuffPost reporters by Igor Bobiek. One image shows a protester inside of the chamber and shouted, Trump won the election. God, give me, give me that sound bite. I hear nothing else, but a whole bunch of babies. It, it's all I can hear. It's, listen, as someone that, that I covered, you know, a lot of the, the, Trump Biden, you know, campaign as it, you know, um, stories and news as it evolved. I will tell you that it is, but it is guys like you don't have to love Biden to understand that Trump lost. It is what it is Like you can argue all day and all night that there was corruption, that there possibly was some level of fraud where, you know, you had people that unfortunately, you know, probably worked inside of the, any of any of the campaigns or any of the poll places and, you know, were, were doing things against the candidate. Sure. You know, and you can label that as fraud. But at this point, without it being proved, without a shadow of a doubt, it's done. You know, the guy uh, is, is, is no longer going to be president very, very shortly. And for that matter, we're going to have Biden for four years, right? Because no one's guaranteeing him eight, four years, at which point, by the way, Trump is welcome to run again. If anything, the guy can come back in if he's not just talking out of his ass. And if it's true that Biden's going to tear the country apart and everything's going to be crazy. And it's, you know, kind of like what they said about Trump, remember? I don't know if, well, I don't know if you guys remember, but the same thing when Trump was elected, it's like, oh, chaos will erupt and it's going to be, you know, the red coats are coming and blah, 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 blah. Listen, Trump is saying this thing about Biden. What I will tell Trump and Trump supporters is like, hey, listen, at which point Trump can come back in four years and say, I told you, so reelect me again because you see what Biden did? Put me back in power. 
right? It's what Obama would have done, in my, I would imagine, if he would have somehow lost, right? Instead of, you know, being reelected, he could have come back and said, I told you, reelect me, back into the White House, and that's it. It's ridiculous. It's, it's out of control. I'm going to go out to the freaking Capitol, literally, shots fired, stop my feet in the ground. Come on. You know? I don't know. I know you don't you don't love Trump necessarily, right? Uh, Josh? Uh, I mean, <laughs> it depends. Do you want to keep the show politically <laughs> neutral or divide the audience? I don't care, dude. We have opinions, man. That's what this show's about. Yeah, we have opinions. You know, speak your mind. Okay. Um, I think it's it's probably the biggest joke in a mix <laughs> that's ever happened. Really, I mean, it's literally it is like a giant reality TV show. Yeah, yeah, it is. I agree. I mean, to be fair, the guy did come from TV, right? So, I mean, it kind of makes sense that is this whole thing has been seen. As a gigantic reality TV show, you know, an episode you cannot miss every day in America. Um, whatever. Uh, it is very unfortunate, guys. I don't think as many people, in fact, my buddy here that was mentioning earlier, Brad, I don't think, I don't agree that somehow this act that's happening will cause America to fall into some kind of civil war. It's not. People are more eager. It already. Well... I think to a certain extent it can be a silent one, but it's not going to be what we've maybe learned about in books or even in, seen in movies, right? Like the Patriot, where you're going to have like red coats walking on one side of the street, yeah. blue coats. I don't think that's going to happen, dude. I don't see it. Nothing like that. I think, I mean, as, as an outsider, it looks like there is some kind of social crisis that the U.S. is going through at the moment. Civil conflict, yes. Internal civil conflict, absolutely, yeah. right? War, to use the term war, which is used so loosely nowadays, I don't think so. I mean, you, you think it's up to the war no, part? No. I don't think. No, I, I, I don't think it's, it's going to be war. I mean, social, social dilemma, yes, for sure. Social change, yeah, definitely. But uh, war, nah. Exactly. I, I don't think so. Exactly. I mean, there are other countries, by the way, remind you, that are actually, you know, um, or have gone right through some kind of actual civil war where there has been day in, day out, uh, people shooting at each other and stuff like that. Here in America, I don't think it'll get to that point. I really, really don't think so. It's not just that I hope not. Or I actually hope not, of course, but I don't think so. Right. Um, and I think that there's going to be a lot of babies, you know, stomping their feet on the ground. Uh, you know, saying that they don't want what is happening, which is now the transition of power to Biden. And and that's it. Biden's going to go on his four years. Everything from the right will be blamed, or that's not going the right way, rather. The right will blame on Biden. Just like during uh, Trump's, you know, four years, everything that went wrong, the left blame on Trump. And that's it. Like, that's as far as America will ever really get to. A couple, you know, uh, rallies that turn into, you know, or demonstrations, you know, whatever, they turn into um, riots, you know, maybe some buildings burn. But honestly, I, I, I think that is the extent of it, right? And I think more people get panicky and frightened over individuals, even if a group of a couple people, a few people um, making these videos out there with their guns and trying to look tough. That's all they're doing, right? Because it's easy to look tough, to get a gun and look tough. It's easy to do that. It's so easy. 
right? It makes you feel manly for some of them. But I don't think it's going to go beyond that. That's just, uh, I mean, that's that's my opinion. But, you know, that's it. That's all the stories we have for today. Uh, I wanted to cramp in more. Uh, definitely, uh, we bit more than we can chew. I don't want to make it like into a two-hour show. It was a, a, the first beta show where we have Josh here. He's participating. He's giving me comments, which is what I've been wanting for a long time. Hopefully one day we'll have uh, our superstar also join us. And uh, one day we'll have even more people just, uh, you know, uh, letting me breathe for once and, and, you know, giving their opinions. Because at the end of the day, like I told many people, that's what this is about, right? It's having more conversations. As you guys can kind of see or have heard, if you're listening over the podcast, um, you know, it, it's it's not, I, w- I didn't bring someone in that thinks just like me. How boring. I've said it before. You really want to do a benefit or do yourself a service? Talk, you know, converse with people that are not just like you. Josh is not just like me, right? And, and we work great when it comes to doing our, our daily, you know, work routine. But here in the show, a tide of our business, I wanted to bring him on because I know he has different opinions. And that's what really uh, having, in my opinion, relationships should be about. You know, I'm, we're not going to end this show and I'm going to be like, Josh, you didn't agree with me on the show. You're fired. That's stupid. Maybe one of the most idiotic things I could ever do for myself. I want someone that disagrees with me that maybe doesn't see everything the same way, but that's just how life really should be. In my opinion, right? How boring when everybody agrees with you and everybody bends over to you and be like, Oh yeah, whatever you think, whatever. Yeah. We agree with whatever you say. No, it's ridiculous. But anyways, you're going to have more of that. If anybody listening, watching, thank you. There's going to be a lot more of that. We're going to practice. We're going to get things better. Uh, I'm going to start putting my actual script on this monitor. I'm going to figure it out because I was reading off of this. And uh, it's not that I know how to read. Stop making fun of me. I just I couldn't see. I'm getting a little old. But uh, that's it for today. I really hope you guys enjoy the show. Josh, thanks for uh, for putting up with, you know, our, our craziness. And uh, yeah, that's it. Absolutely. Until next time. See ya. Hey, thanks for watching the JTH show. Remember, you can catch all the episodes, full episodes on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Radio Public. You can also visit www.thejthshow.com to catch episodes there and to catch anything that we had to blur out because of YouTube um, or any other platform. We usually put all of our raw uh, information in there that is uncensored. Um, You can also become a member at www.thejthshow.com to catch all the special perks. Thanks for watching.